0: Well, yesterday we spoke to uh, Timmy Hodges about the round uh, that had just been completed over the weekend, and today we're lucky enough to have him on again, perhaps just to give uh, his thoughts on the uh, Alistair Clarkson GWS uh, meeting uh, that has uh, taken place in recent times. Morning, Tim.
1: Uh, Good morning, boys. Nice to be with you. Um, I always get a bit nervous when James texts me. I think, whoa, what's happened? (laughs) (laughs) uh, This Alistair Clarkson speculation, though, is going to continue for... The foreseeable future, I mean, GWS is a club that's searching for a coach, so why wouldn't you be picking up the phone to Alistair Clarkson? So it makes perfect sense, even though the Giants are denying a lot of the, the fact that they've actually chatted to him. Um, but he's the best coach, certainly, of my lifetime, so, and he's available, and the Giants need a coach. Then it's going to come down to the snowball effect of how many other, coach, how many other clubs out there would prefer to have Alistair Clarkson over their own coach? I think he can certainly put North Melbourne in the mix and the fact he's a former kangaroo player. So they, they have to pick up the phone and talk to him as well. And, and and then how many other clubs are out there that would be thinking, is Clarko better than the bloke we've got? So it's just going to be the story of the next few months.
0: Timmy, uh, some interesting comments he's made in the last week, Alistair Clarkson. He was saying uh, one of the reasons why he thinks he wouldn't mind getting back into coaching is... He wants to find out, did he just get lucky with Hawthorne? You know, was it just he was the man that was coaching a, a great list and the, basically was it all just pure luck? I, I found that amazing that he th- could think that way. What, what do you reckon? <laughs> no, I don't think
1: you can get that no. lucky. <laughs> no way. No, not four times. <laughs> not four times. Uh, uh, We were lucky, guys, to have uh, Alistair Clarkson agreed to do a spot because he's good friends with Nick and He said, yes, I'll do it. So it was AFL 360 Extra in May. He came in unbelievably on the night that Leon Cameron was sacked and he was installed as the favourite to be the Giants' next coach. It was truly fascinating and more fascinating, and I'm sorry... That the 90 minutes we put to air was awesome. That the hour and a half afterwards having beers upstairs in the kitchen was even better. The stories he has, um, the stories he has, and, and it made me walk away from that night thinking he doesn't go, want to go and win another premiership. He wants to go and win another four premierships and have another dynasty. That's just the hunger of the guy. Like he is, he is a competitive animal. You know, ask anyone at Hawthorne through his entire career. And perhaps that competitiveness is what actually drained that footy club. And they were were glad to see the end of him. I think the president, Jeff Kennett, was glad to see the end of him um, at the end of last year. But he left that club drained because he's so competitive. Every single day of his life there, and of his existence there was to try and win. And how do we set ourselves up to win our next premiership? And, And that's what he'll do at the next club. And I've got no doubt he will coach. Uh, and it's whether it's next year at the Giants or the Kangaroos or wherever, or whether it's in three or four years when he goes and takes on this Tasmanian team, which I think a huge carrot dangling for him. I think he would love to do that. But wherever he goes, it's it's not going to be how can we be competitive to win games? It's how can we be competitive to win premierships and have sustained excellence? Because that's just everything he knows. And that's what, what he achieved at Hawthorne was ridiculous. You know, they said... At the start of his coaching career, he was no good. He won a premiership two years later. And then he went on the ridiculous run of they lost the 12 grand final. And then they won the the next three premierships. It's like, um, yeah, he'll coach and he'll be great. Uh, So, you know, he can scratch his itch and answer it. And I think he'll get to the answer that he is pretty good.
0: uh, You've answered the next question, Timmy. I mean, you don't believe it's a matter of him sort of uh, having to coach in the next year or two, otherwise he'll sort of move off and do something else. you think realistically he could do no formal coaching between now and perhaps Tasmania coming in and taking over there?
1: That's just the thing. I think it might be, uh, honestly, I think it might be two or three years too long for him to wait. Um, Remember. I think most people look at Alistair Clarkson and think, what is he, like eight, late 60s? Uh, no, he's mid 50s. Is he he's still a young man? Like, it's um, not a young, you know you know mm. what I mean? Like, um, oh, I think he's young. Yeah, it's. Um, so I think maybe Tassie is that they're talking 2027, 20, probably 2028 20, at the earliest, maybe 2029. 20, so that is still a long way away. That's a long time to be out of the game. So I, I just think the best thing for Alistair Clarkson is to talk to people. And, and when he gets the best uh, offer or the most or the me, the tastiest offer where he looks at it and he looks at the list and he stacks up the players um i I, I believe he's already got a team around him that wherever he goes he'll take with him a crew um, um, so you know it will be a plug and play. Like, okay, I like to look at the giants list I can make something of them. I'm taking my crew and we're going and that's our team and we we're going in 100 percent. And it might not be the Giants. That's just the, the logical one because they need a coach. It might be. It might be the Gold Coast Suns if Stuart Ju isn't man. It might be Port Adelaide where where Alistair Clarkson learnt the tricks of the traders as and assistant coach. It might be somewhere else. But it'll be somewhere. And whenever he decides that, that's the list for me. And a lot of people have said oh, I'd be West Coast. So I just don't think it'll be West Coast because they in the rebuild. I don't think he's got that interest to go and take three or four years to, to fix this club, to be competitive, to then make a run from premiers. So I think he wants to go in and earmark a list and say, that's the list for me that can go out and be competitive from game one of the next season.
0: Timmy, we've heard him a couple of times talk about his life revi- revolves around the five Fs. Family, football, fitness, friends and farm. Now, I don't know too much about this farm, but he says he's spending more time there and he's liking it. That could be the one thing that stops him going back into into coaching.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think there's actually... That's a good point of the year that he's had. And um, he's been on this Tasmanian task force to try and get the footy team. So so it's basically a... Uh, and Not to be cheeky, it's a, it's a blank check that he's got to work with. So he's been over um, to... I know he's spent a lot of time at the Green Bay Packers. Um, because that is a, a small town and it's a big team in a small town, which is basically what Tasmania are pitching themselves to be the Green Bay Packers. So he spent a lot of time over there. Like he's travelled so much. He's he spent a lot of time with Steve Kerr at the Golden State Warriors, which those stories were unbelievable that he was telling us about over beers. Like, you know, what a. What a uh, he's had the best year of his life. Uh, I, and I honestly believe that. He's been to Manchester United. He, he said he's going to actually go back to Green Bay. there. They've got a big soccer game. I think it's, it's Man United and I think it might be Real Madrid. Your listeners might correct me there. But um, so he's he's had a great year. He's doing a lot of corporate things which pay ridiculously well. Um, so it, it might get to the point in August where it's go time. Um, and he's got to, you know, this is going to be serious conversations by then that clubs are trying to get um, everything sorted for September for those teams that are, that are finishing their their, their seasons, And he might say... I've had a great year. I've spent the most time with my wife and my kids that I've ever dreamt of after not you know, probably giving them the time for the past decade or more. That he might think, actually, footy's not for me. That I, I don't want to commit myself to the ridiculous hours that I know is what it takes to, to be competitive. And so there, there is that element as well. So he's got more money than he can ever spend with his time at Hawthorne. If he takes a new job he'll he'll get another probably a ten million dollar deal but you know he might be satisfied and say well i've had a great season and a great year not being in footy and this is the life for me so yeah that that is also probably what's weighing on his mind so yeah there's a fair bit um but i think if he i think he's a hungry beast as we said before i, I think he he wants this so he lives for coaching he's bloody good at it i i, I have I just lean towards the fact that he will be back in footy, whether it's next year. It'll be if it's not next year, it'll be the year after.
0: I bet Jeff Kennett loves to hear you say that, Timmy. He's getting paid a fortune. you fortune doing these corporate gigs while he's still being played by by Hawthorne for this year as well.
1: Uh, don't forget, he's still pocketing one million dollars from Hawthorne not to coach or not to even drive out to, to Waverley. But what a uh, he's a genius <laughs> at the end of the day. So. Uh, and Jeff Kennett would still be hating every second of that, and I think he'll be counting down the days where he can sign off and the last cheque that he has to pay the Clarkson family, but for the moment, he's still paying them.
0: Timmy, just one more thing, good news uh, for Collingwood fans. Darcy Moore, we were talking four to six weeks minimum, looks as though he's just got bone bruising, and at this stage, he's available to play North Melbourne this weekend.
1: I had to read the statement they put out yesterday that they'll they'll assess him later in the week, and I thought, what, another...? an arthroscope or another scan? What are they assessing him for? Is that, no, they're assessing him whether he trains fully and can play this week. I mean, he's gone from being out for 12 months <laughs> to then being a couple of, and then to being a couple of months and then being on maybe four to six weeks and you know, all we could get him back for finals. So now playing on Saturday, I, I think it's from what I've uh, heard from the Magpies, it's very unlikely that he will play Saturday and um, uh, they do have North Melbourne, so maybe it is a live kill, so maybe you could give him the week off. But um, I think if he trains... Um, and their main session will be tomorrow. That he'll play on on Saturday. As uh, and I can't even believe I'm saying that. Um, you know, he was in a even he was on crutches after the game. He was in a full leg brace to fly home on and, um, the aeroplane uh, on Sunday. Like it's. Um, I think even he was fearing the worst. So yeah, that's just um, uh, that is a another uh, hugely lucky moment for the Magpies. Things maybe just still clicking for, for Craig McRae. Good on you Timmy we'll chat later in the week. Yeah anytime I said that anytime yesterday and James followed me up <laughs> on it so uh, <laughs> yeah, any anytime guys anytime